You're listening to the Mobcast Network. Welcome to the Cult Movie Cantina. This is the podcast that looks at your favorite films, pairs it up with an alcoholic beverage, and uh, shows it to someone who's not seen them. I'm your Native American pop culture spirit guide, Scotty, and I'm joined by later, I will be joined by uh, Stephanie, Our Lady of Libations, and Justina, Our Jellical Jester. Um, let me tell you what happened. Um, I was really excited to shoot video for this episode, and when I did, um, I forgot to press the rec- button on the audio, and the record button on the audio, and it didn't work out, and so I... I I missed three minutes. I missed three. So I basically missed, like, you know, what I just told you and a couple of greetings, a little bit of story. Nothing nothing major. We didn't move, lose anything for the movie. So the, the stuff that you're here for, we didn't lose. Um, so uh, so there's that. I just want to give a couple of plugs before we start the show. Um, I was recently on um, uh, Movies Are Terrible, uh, a great podcast by my friend Jeremy Branch, and... Um, we talked about the Aliens franchise, and it was uh, kind of a game show, and we got to, I got to answer 30 questions against a, a cool gentleman from uh, Mississippi, and I will not say if I won or not, so I'm going to make you listen to it, but I will say that um, it doesn't matter if you win or lose. I held the honor of this podcast up, so I think I did a good showing at least, so I'll let you listen to it. It'll be The link will be in the description below, so you can check it out. Um, also, got a webcomic, uh, chroniclesofimbo.com. Uh, it's about a 300-year-old half-vampire and her cosmically-powered toddler, which you can kindly see over here if you got video. There's Mop. There might, so we're, we're recording from my office. It's almost finished. I'm really excited about it. This is the other side of the office. We always show you the the side where the we record, but I, I decided to flip it around to let you see a little bit of the other side. So if you're listening to this, you have no idea what I'm talking about, and if just, that means you should go onto YouTube and watch the video. <laughs> Well, I think I will uh, d- uh, let you go there. Just remember chroniclesLimbo.com. Go check out the webcomic. And we will uh, let uh, the show start again with um, Stephanie in mid-sentence. And um was really, really sick. I was, it was bad. But I'm, I'm better. I'm out of the hospital and I'm here recording. So there you go. Well, that's good. I'm glad you're back. I'm definitely glad you're back. And I did not have COVID. <laughs> Two tests to prove I, it. I was tested twice. It was not COVID. No, she had an alien baby. There's I that. did. I had an alien baby. She was hardcore committed. <laughs> I was. I was. I was trying to prepare for the um, podcast, like, and it just got out of hand. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, aliens? Let's do this. Growed in me. <laughs> um, so let's, uh, let's dive into this. All sure. right. So we did watch the 1986 uh, film um, Aliens, which is a sequel to the 1979 film Alien. We'll watch the trailer now. Just tell me one thing, Burke. You're going out there to destroy them, right? Not to study, not to bring back, but to wipe them out. That's the plan. All right, people, on the ready line. Yeah. Are you me? Yeah. Yeah. Are you me? Yeah. Yeah. Get on the 
leg up here. Uh, keep back, don't scare. Movement. Talk to me, Hudson. Uh, I got signals. I got readings in front and behind. There's nothing back here. Look, I'm telling you, there's something moving and it ain't us. Get them out of there. actually watch this trailer <laughs> i did not watch the trailer scotty had me watch it like for the first we did it on the last um episode i mean he I, had me actually watch the trailer oh, that's cool after i did the whole what do you think the movie's about uh-huh. and but then we decided to let her watch the trailer nice. here's the fun thing is i watched the trailer and i was like i've seen this movie like i recognize her i recognize the situation i was like she sleeps in this like hyperbaric chamber right where she's like wearing hardly any clothes and then people wake her up and i've seen this movie I had not seen this movie. BT Dub. Spoiler alert. I had not seen this movie. You just. So I guess I saw Alien. Yeah, yeah. the first one. I guess. Because like, the whole time I was like, I don't know what this is about. Um, Aliens came out again in 1986. It was written and directed by James Cameron. It's also written by Walter Hill and David Gleer. And based on material by Dan O'Bannon and uh, Ronald uh, Shusett. Um O'Bannon uh, has been on uh, the Mopcast stuff before we've done him uh, on uh, Return of the Living Dead when we had the old Bros, Booze, and Movies show. So, Dan O'Bannon cool. recently passed, but he's done some good good stuff. Movie stars Sigourney Weaver as Ripley, Paul Reiser as Burke, Michael Bean, who was born in Alabama. Uh, I love Michael Bean. I do, too. As Hicks, uh, Bill Paxton, the late, great Bill Paxton as Hudson, uh, Carrie Hinn as Newt, Lance Hendrickson as Bishop, and a whole bunch of other people that... That's as far as I'm going. <laughs> oh, you don't you don't have my you didn't list my chick on there. You didn't Is it Vasquez? Vasquez? I love her. Vasquez. The one that gets mistaken for a male sometimes. <laughs> that one. Yeah, but she's badass. And she was also in she Terminator. She comes out of the two. chamber and she's like pull she was, ups. She was the foster mom in Terminator Two. She's the foster mom in Terminator Two, and she's also um, in Titanic. Yeah, she, no. She changes her her appearance. She looks completely different in every movie. So she does. she's uh she's the Irish mo- mother who's singing to her child as the ship is they're gonna die, and so she's singing and putting them to bed. Believe it or not, yeah. That's Vasquez. <laughs> we need to look that up. I'm so intrigued. I'll show the because she was like a a badass specific kind of person in this movie. I love her. It would so be hard. interesting to watch her be an Irish singing mother on Titanic. Yep. Yeah, it's only I'm a quick scene. It's, it. it's a quick scene. So, you ready for the sermon? Well done. Preach it. Do it. Uh, brothers and sisters, gather round. We're gathered. We're gathered. <laughs> We're yeah, it's a quick gathering. For 57 years, Ellen Ripley has been in stasis, in an in escape shuttle after destroying her ship, the Nostromo, to escape a lethal alien creature that slaughtered her crew. Dun dun dun. With her cat. Aww. It's not her cat. Well, I know it's not her <laughs> cat, but she escaped with the. It's her cat now. It's not her cat. No, because it's not her cat. It's, the, it's one of the engineer's cats. Right. It's her well, cat now. It's her cat now. now. <laughs> the movies are. I was like, look at her kitty. Oh. 
Uh, I kind of want to know what happens to Jonesy after like this movie. <laughs> I know, right? Exactly. <laughs> I have some thoughts on the end of this movie. <laughs> we'll get to that. She is rescued and debriefed by her employers at the Wayland yutani Corporation, but they're skeptical of her claims that her crew found an alien egg in a derelict ship on the exomoon LV-426. As it uh, now is the site of terraforming colony known as Halley's Hope. After contact is lost with the colony, Wayland yutani representative Carter Burke and Colonial Marine Lieutenant Gorman ask Ripley to accompany them to investigate. Still traumatized from her alien encounter, she agrees on the condition that they exterminate the creatures. Aboard the spaceship, the USS Sivako, she is introduced to the, clo- to the Colonial Marines and the Android Bishop, who she's not happy Space with. Space Marines. Yeah, I've, I've discovered that she has issues with um, artificial beings. <clears throat> well, that's because of the first movie. Yeah. I don't remember that much of the first movie. We'll, we'll, ca- we'll catch up on that. So I feel like that has something to do with if it. If you've got questions, we'll do that. And, uh, cool. We'll get, you, we'll get you caught up. A dropship delivers the expedition to the surface of LV-426, where they find the colony deserted. Inside, they find a makeshift barricades and battle signs, but no bodies. Two life facehuggers and containment tanks and a traumatized young girl named Newt, uh, the sole survivor. The crew locates the colonists grouped beneath the fusion-powered atmosphere processing station. They head to the location, descending into the corridors covered uh, in alien secretion. At the center of the station, the Marines find the colonists cocooned, uh, serving as incubators for the creature's offspring. The Marines kill an infant alien after it bursts from a colonist's chest, rousing multiple adult aliens who ambush the Marines, killing or capturing most of them. (laughs) When the inexperienced Gorman panics, Ripley assumes command taking control of the armored personal carrier and rams the nest uh, to rescue Corporal Hicks, Private Hudson, and Vasquez. Hicks orders the dropship to recover the survivors, but stowaway aliens kill the pilots, causing it to crash into the station. The remaining group barricades themselves inside the colony. Ripley discovers that Burke had ordered the colonists to investigate the Delric ship containing the alien egg, intending to become wealthy by recovering alien specimens for use as biological weapons. <laughs> She threatens to expose them, but Bishop informs the group that the dropship uh, crash damages the power uh, power plant cooling system, and it will soon explode and destroy the colony. He volunteers to crawl through the extensive piping conduit to reach the colony's transmitter and remotely pilot the Suwaku, remaining uh, the remaining dropship to the surface. Ripley and Newt fall asleep in the medical laboratory, awakened to find themselves locked in the room with two facehuggers, which have been released from their tanks. Ripley triggers the fire alarm to alert the Marines, who rescues them and kills the creatures. Ripley accuses Burke of releasing the facehuggers so they could impregnate her and Newt and allow them to smuggle the embryos past the Earth quarantine. And, uh, and a plan on killing the rest of the Marines so no one could contradict his version of events. The power suddenly cut, and alien um, and aliens assault through the ceiling. In the ensuing firefight, Burke flees, but is cornered by an alien and is killed. While Hudson is captured and covered uh, after covering the alien, others retreat. Gorman and the injured Vasquez sacrifice themselves to stall the aliens. Hicks is injured and Newt is captured. Ripley and Hicks reach Bishop in the second dropship, but Ripley refuses to abandon Newt. The group travels to the processing station, allowing a heavily armed Ripley to, I mean really heavily armed Ripley, was pretty awesome. <laughs> to, to enter the hive and rescue Newt. As they escape, the two encounter the alien queen in her egg chamber. Uh, when an egg begins to open, Ripley uses a flamethrower to destroy the eggs and the queens. And this is a new word, word for me. Avi Postier. Avi Postier. I never heard of that. Y'all, did y'all know? No. That's that's the the things she was laying in the eggs. I looked it up. Insects do that. Insects have those. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I learn something every day. 
Um, uh, in fact, uh, for bees, they're stingers. That's what they are. And they have just evolved to have um, venom sacs in them. Interesting. All right. Side note. (laughs) Pursued by the enraged queen, Ripley and Newt reunite with Bishop and Hicks on the dropship. All four escape moments before the station explodes with the colony consumed by the nuclear blast. On the Sawako, the group is ambushed by the queen who stowed away in those ship's landing gear. The queen tears Bishop in half and advances on Newt, but Ripley battles the creature using an exosuit cargo loader and expels it through an airlock into space. Ripley, Newt, Hicks, and the critically damaged Bishop enter hypersleep and then return to Earth. We think. Credits. Oh, it was so good. It's the weirdest cliffhanger. It upset me so much. I just need you to know that I was watching this and I was awake and I actually stayed awake through the whole thing and didn't crochet, just watched it. Really? Because I, I was in bed and I was tired. I don't know how I stayed awake. I genuinely don't because I've hit the point in my life with everything going on that as soon as I hit a bed, I'm asleep. Yeah, that must be nice. It's well, like I just I I'm so tired that as, if I lay down, I'm asleep. So I'm sitting there and I was like, watching, watching. They go into hyper chambers, credits, and I was like, but. <laughs> She's so she's like I'm smashing. But do they make it? But do they make it? Does somebody wake them up? Do they survive? I don't know. You have to watch the third. That's exactly what she said. Half awake. So Derby wife, I was like, I woke her up. She was actually sleeping. I went, Jennifer, Jennifer, wake up, Jennifer. And she rolled over half awake, and I was like, But do they make it? Does anybody wake them up? Do they make it? She's like, You have to watch the next one. And then fell back asleep again. I was like, Ah, (laughs) a stupid movie. So angry. So I can I can tell you. If you'd want to know. Yeah, because I, I mean, I don't know if I'll get around to ever watching the third one. So go ahead. No. No, I have to watch the third one. Yeah. <laughs> no, you don't. I can tell you what. So <sighs> so there's a fire on the Sawako. And um, before the ship is destroyed, they, the Kuiper pods, the sleep pods, work as a, a escape pod. So they, they're they dropped into space and it crash lands on a planet called Fury, which is like a... It's a prison planet for for men who are terrible people, but they, but it's been so long it's now become a monastery. Just, interesting, right? Yeah. Um, oh, that's psychologically interesting. Newt and Hicks drown. <laughs> Ripley survives. Newt doesn't even make right. it. Right. I. I'm not watching it. I, I'm not watching so, it. So Ugh. I, you. So you have to understand. I was nine years old when I saw Aliens. And the so, second. The, yeah, the second one. And so Newt, I had this connection with Newt because she was a kid and I'm a kid. I, my father took me to see Alien 3. And um, when that happened, I looked at him and said, I'm good. I don't, we could go home now. I'm, I'm, Does that happen at the beginning? Yeah, it's like it's in the credits. It's not even a, it's not even a good death. It's like pff, dead. And I'm like. Oh. Seriously, if, if I would have immediately started Aliens 3. Alien 3? Aliens 3? It's Alien 3. Alien 3. So it's Alien... And that would have happened, I would have been like... Was that... Is that... Did it have a sidebar name? Alien mm, 3? No. The names are weird, man. So it's Alien, Aliens, Alien 3, and Alien Resurrection. That's the four. Where's Covenant? And then Alien versus so Alien, Predator. So, so a- Covenant and... Um, Covenant is technically a pre- sequel to P- Prometheus. So it's okay. Prometheus, then Covenant. Alien, Covenant. Uh, and those are prequels? Sort of. I don't okay. know. I but then you know, get the convoluted mm, Predator movies oh, that, mm. that intermingle with the Alien movies, like Alien versus Predator, which I love, by the way. I like the second one. The first one's ridiculous, yeah. but the second one's kind of fun. Um, 
question. So my question to you, really, honestly, and I've been wanting to know all week. Did you like it? I mean, I watched it. Okay, there's that. I, I feel like that's a big thing. Is I know. I, I watched. I, I get it. you. Um, I watched. I stayed awake the whole time, laying in a bed at ten o'clock at night, which is sleepy time. I was wide awake after I got over. Um, I was intrigued enough to go, but what happened next? I even woke her up from a sleep, which she does not remember, to tell me, you have to watch the next one, and then fell back asleep, and I was like, ah, <laughs> why though? But um, I... Do you think you would have liked it more had you been more awake and less tired? And It was a good movie. Yeah. It was. Um, I, I do like... There were things that bothered me, and I can't remember them right now in this moment. Well, I think I'm dear as we talk. You can always bring Possibly, them up. and I can bring up those little instances, but as far as watching it now in... 2020 and i have not seen that one before i think it still stands up like the the creature for the alien is unique enough that you it doesn't throw you off that it's oh that made in the 80s the alien is iconic yeah so but i mean like it's not you know some things you watch that were made in the 80s and especially if there's like a like cheesy a bad guy of some sort you watch it and you're like okay i'm so scared come and get me alien their special effects department was phenomenal the, I this, it was. It, I think it held up. I really do. I I was surprised too. It's been a while since I've seen it, and when I watch, I've wa- I wa- I don't do this for our, any of our movies. I watched it twice. I had okay. so much fun watching it and remembering how. I mean, just I had a blast. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, and so the next night I was like, well, I, was, I could watch. Oh, I'll just watch Aliens again, and I did, and loved it again, and just was really surprised of how well it how it held up. I, agree. I mean, it's all practical effects, and so and. You know, uh, but not, they were so good. Yeah, not all the mm-hmm. shots, but majority of the alien shots look like real creatures. The way oh, they I have no move. issues with like the yeah, alien the, shots. The only things that I like ever pointed out were that like, right when the the movie started and she gets found and she's sitting on like this bench. I seriously looked over and I was like, "That's a green screen." Like she's pretending to look out, and then she changed the screen. Yeah. I was like, "Oh my god, it's an actual screen in her like movie too. It's not even just a green screen." <laughs> right. But like beside that, it was um, the the only other time that it threw me off is when like the ships flying through the clouds. Right. That looked fake, but that was it. Right. The rest of it held up really well for being like thirty to forty years old. Right. It held up really well. So it was nice. That's cool. It was a good movie. That's cool. I I would recommend it. How was your re- rewatch? I loved it. So, you know, I make my husband watch these movies with us, no matter what it is, if it's a horrible movie or a good movie. This is one he was actually excited about because we like, we watch these movies. We watch the Alien franchise. We watch the Predator franchise. We watch sci-fi movies. So it was, it was really good. But um, I could not help, but watching these movies um, gives me like this kind of feeling of nostalgia like from my childhood because my mm-hmm. mom and I would watch these movies together and I just I just loved it and I remember what I enjoyed about it is there were still a couple of places where I actually jumped at mm-hmm. and and it's hard to make me jump anyway but for a movie that I'm familiar with and and everything to still kind of have a couple of places that get me I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that a lot. What what spots made you jump? Do you remember? Um, there. Uh, oh, I do. I don't know what made me jump. Every time I watch it, it makes me jump. But I know it's coming. When the when the Marines go into Med Lab for the first time and they see the facehuggers in the tank, the tank, and Burke yeah. goes to ta- tap it and the thing jumps at him. Yeah. 
Yeah. I jump every time. Every time. Yeah. I know it's coming. There's that. There's a couple of like jump scares like Love that. Love at I first sight. <laughs> um, I want to say that one, and I want to say there was another instance when it was just her and Newt. Um, towards the end of the movie, and I can't remember if it's before Newt got grabbed or after, but there's something in that run of the movie that makes me jump, and I don't remember what it was to be honest, but it's. I just love it. I just love those movies. I think the creepiest part of that movie that I that I found myself going, oh, that was cool, was Newt being in the water. Because you know something's coming. Yeah, that if like you can't you, see you know in that in moment there. you're like something's about to get to her, and then the thing goes off. She's very chill though. She's in the she's, water. She's just like she's, she's like a sweet little badass. She's like, We're coming for you, new. She's like okay. <laughs> but like when she's sitting there, and then it slowly comes out of the water, and it just like hovers over her. That like I watched that, and I was like, well done. Okay, that she, one was pretty was cool. Pretty, that was a pretty cool little move. She's a pretty cool little actress. She was, she, you know, she. It's kind of a shame because I, I looked and I haven't seen that she really did anything else. No, I have. This. There's a lot of that in the trivia. Yeah, but um, she's from my hometown. She's from Panama City, Florida. Oh, cool. So I thought that's cool. So and now she's like our age. So well, mine and Scotty's age, not right. your age. So. <laughs> oh, she's my age. We, I she's think your we, age, I think 78. We, she, I think yeah. was born well, that is more fascinating for me. Yeah. 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 Con- I know that you said you were like, now when you watch them, it doesn't matter. I didn't connect. But right. In that moment, I'm like, that's little baby Scotty. Yeah, little baby Scotty was watching little this. Baby loving Scotty this was movie. Right. Loving this movie. Right. Absolutely. So I thought that was really cool that we're from the same hometown. So. I wish that they would have had Alien 3 like or Alien 3. Ripley fought so hard for her. And you know it's because... She gets out of this 57-year-old, 57-year-long, thank you, sleep, um, and she lost her daughter. Like, her daughter had a life, grew up, had a life, and passed away while she was sleeping, essentially. So, it it's hard not to, like, wish that they would have had that relationship and to know the next one starts them going, drown her and drown him. Boom, gone. Ripley, you're awake. What do you do? <laughs> Boom. You have no cats. You have no kid. What's next? Right. Ugh. And they shave your head. Oh, she gets bald. She's bald in the next not film. Watching the I next like one. it. I I'm like the bald the head one. because that. It's, David, it's a David. Fincher, it's one of David Fincher's first films, though. It's not. I mean, it's not a bad watch. It's not my favorite. See, and I like that one. I like the third one, but I like that whole. Well, it goes back to the Star Trek thing. I, there's something about prisons that I like. <laughs> you like prisons? <laughs> and I can't explain it, but one of my favorite Star Trek movies is the one where they're all in the Klingon prison. So, it's it's a six. Weirdo. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm a sure. weirdo. I like I like prison movies. So the third one's a prison. Yeah, because she's in that monastery. Yeah, so originally it's a it's a it's a prison for it's a men's prison who are like murderers and rapists and really hardcore people, but it kind of gets forgotten and shuffled, and so instead of they all get paroled, but their parole is that they're stuck on the side. They're, they don't know how to live. They in can't the pr- leave. They can't leave, but they're they're stuck on the planet. Yeah, but they don't have to live in like in a prison, and so, so they. Form a monastery. They become they become religious and they form, form a monastery. Sounds and there's still right. a warden that kind of watches over them, but they're, they're they just can't leave the planet. They're peaceful. Okay. Yeah. So. Well, cool. Anyway, no. I'm just really upset with the fact like it doesn't matter what her hair looks like. like. I just she fought so hard for her, then she ran back with all the ammo by herself like this little badass that she is, and got her from this nest. Surrounded by eggs and found the queen who could just detach but, the umbilical cord at will, by the way. But know, you that, have to understand. I think it'll look a little forced. <laughs> these movies are not about, they're not, I mean, they're, 
Ripley is a focal point, but it's not about Ripley's happiness. What these movies are about <laughs> battling the alien. It's like always battling the alien. But I'm with you. She needed to be happy. <laughs> but like for her happiness. So <sighs> what I love about this film is that it fools you. Um, it introduces it reintroduces Ripley to her, and then it bashes her. She has a terrible time in the the meeting where she loses her license. And Burke didn't say anything, by the way. Yeah, Burke doesn't do anything. In that moment, I would have lost all trust in that dude. And Burke doesn't do anything. He's like, well, that could have went better. But yeah, you could have spoke up, you little douchebag. (laughs) But, because no one believes that there's aliens. And um, then it's all focused on these Marines. And so you're like, oh, it's going to be this movie about Marines versus aliens. Which it is, until the point where they they all die. Like all of them. There's all but like three. And then... It becomes Ripley's movie the moment she just takes over the truck. And she's like, you know, she tells the Marines to get out of there. Uh, Gorman's like, don't. Because uh, he's way over his head. Yeah. She takes over the APC. He tries to stop her. And it's like Ripley's movie. From, she's taking charge. She's the leader. She's like, and it's amazing. Just, right. yeah. Like, and the Marines don't even question. They're like, yeah, she's in charge. <laughs> We're good with this. I'm, I, you know, even with Gorman knocked out, but, um, uh, I think they would have just listened to her. Yeah. I mean, I love, and I love the conversation about what do we do? And it's like, well, I think we should go back to the ship and nuke it from orbit. It's the only way to be sure. Absolutely. Oh, that scene was one of my favorite because she, it, it was that like up until then she, she is like in the background. She's like, I've already been here. I've already experienced this. I already know what's going to happen. And these Marines are so cocky and they're like, we're going to protect you and we're going to save you. And then the moment that she steps up, they're like, she knows what she's doing. We're going to listen. And then she gets back. She's like, well, we're going to take off and nuke them from orbit. And he's like, no, we're not. That's like, I can't authorize that. That's lots of money. And she's like, well, I feel like uh, based on military, you know, whatever, Hicks is in charge, right? Hicks, you in charge? Hicks is like, and Hicks is like, yes, ma'am. All right. So we're going to do this and we're going to take off. We're going to nuke it from orbit. Only like, way to be yes, sure. Son. Only way to be sure, is that right? I couldn't, yeah. It was like, what a little douchebag, man. Burke is terrible. All he's worried about is the bottom dollar. And I'm like, you see what's, you have you have seen the alien. You have seen these face huggers. You know what's going on. And you're still trying to protect your property? No, yeah. he's not worried about the property. I think he already. Money. Right. Why? Well, he's like, if you destroy this, all the property, this is worth yeah. so, so no, no, much money. No, no, he's not. I, 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 cont- I will contend that he has no interest in Hadley's hope. However, if you do nuke it, you nuke all the aliens, and that's where the real money is. He's trying to make biological weapons. Because uh, well, he brought as, up the whole face yeah, huggers. Right, like, we're so, taking those back. Right. And, and yeah. Bishop's like, we're going to take those back. And she's like, no, no, you're going to destroy them. I got specific <laughs> orders. Ah, <laughs> oh, you artificial being. Either way, he's a douchebag. So in the first oh, one. Oh, yeah, he was. So in the first one, um, the, the situation that happens this way is that it's, it's basically space truckers, and they're, they're in a spaceship, and they're hauling ore. They are awakened from their hypersleep because they're on their way home um, because of this uh, distress signal that's come down. And so they have to, by contract, they have to go investigate it. So they go investigate it, and uh, that's when the the, the um, um, Kane, um, John Hurt, gets the alien on his face, and then eventually has the hate. Face hugger. That's so, what is to... Ripley's actually like actual job title? She's a warrant officer for the con- uh, company, so she would technically be third in command of the. In the first movie, she's third in command. Okay. So, because um, it was Tom Scarrett, Dallas's character, then Kane, then her. So she's third in command. So she, she, and so she, you know, she's got a little clout. And uh, so um, the 
the company sends word to the master computer mother to tell the android Ash, who's the medical officer, mm-hmm. that we're going to keep these things. And then she finds out, and then when she finds out, um, Ash tries to kill her by sticking a magazine down her throat. And Ash is the evil artificial. Uh, right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And so, was the android? And but so they were like performing on the orders from like right. above her. Right. 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 He was so like artificial being was like these are the orders I have. But right. that's why she doesn't trust them because right. they um, they can be programmed to do what somebody else. She doesn't know who's controlling the androids. Right. Correct. And one tried to kill her. Like literally, he rolled a new uh, like it was a magazine. Rolled it up and then stuck it down her mouth. I was trying to choke her with it. It's it's a tough scene. And they knock his head off and set him on fire. It's pretty awesome. <laughs> but she goes through some shit. She deserved that kid. I, you know, I, at least she got the cat. Not anymore. Not anymore. Oh. <laughs> She's flip the I quit. I quit this podcast. I can't um, do this anymore. Uh, I, I and I, I can't talk about Newt enough. I like the Newt's very chill for being the situation. Like like when they find her and. And they're like, you think you'll be safer with us? She's like, no. No, not really. <laughs> I, I like that, too. She's like, no, I'd like to go now, please. I'm, Thank I'm, you. I'm good. I'm, I got this. I have a system. <laughs> we can take care of you. No, you can't. No, you can't. I'm out. We're all going to die. We're just gonna, I'm just going to go over here. And so... Um, I also like that they call back her technique when they're trying to get out. They yeah. get stuck in an area. And she's like, through the tunnels. Like, she knows the tunnels. I, I appreciated that, too, that they brought that back up. Right. She's a little kid. Yeah, she is. <laughs> So, can we talk about Hudson? Sure. Uh, which one's Hudson? Hudson's the one who won't shut up. The one that the whines. one that freaks out all the time. Oh my god! It's like I wanted him to die. So I wanted him to die so bad. Uh, I'm I'm the only one who's like I love Hudson. I hate him. I hate. I him. liked him at first, and then he kept whining about everything. I was like, dude. And it's like he's yeah. having a bad day. <laughs> I have bad days constantly. Like, get it together. My husband and I were talking about him too. It's like, it's it's amazing how his career developed. Because in these earlier movies, he's not a great actor. He's really not. He becomes a good I actor. I recognize him. So what else is he in? He's been in a lot of a stuff. A lot of stuff. I know he has. And I, like, I knew his face. Trying to think, Titanic. He's in Titanic. Is everybody in Titanic? Like, what, what, because it's a James Cameron movie. The guy who made Aliens made Titanic. No. Yeah. Yes. No. James Cameron has an Oscar. He also makes Terminator. Terminator did. Well, Terminator and Aliens goes a little bit more together than Titanic. Titanic's like, let's do a fun romance. We're just an iceberg as the alien. It'll be fun. I'm going to hit the ones that I think you've seen. We we should do Titanic on the show, actually. I think. I think. I have some interesting like childhood stories about Titanic. uh, Because not even that, but the um. I have seen that one a couple of times. There are great stories that go along with Titanic. It was a two DVD special. It was two DVDs. You had to change it out in the oh, middle. Oh, I remember when it came out on VHS. These two blocks. That's what I meant. VHS. Yeah, VHS. Because I used to have to like put it in and then pull the other one out. And my dad had them in like, this box set. It was two VHS boxes. That's what I meant. Yep. Right. I don't like Hudson, though. I love I like. I think Hudson's Well, you know he was in Twister. That's what it was. Yeah, it's Twister. Yeah, That's he's what guy it was. Twister. He was in Apollo 13. Nah. True Lies. Nah. Tombstone. Nah. Oh, wait. We saw that. Yeah. Yes, we did. With the dude with the mustache. Yep. They so all had he mustaches. Was not the, but he was not the one with the majestic mustache. He was the he one was that the was dying brother. and coughing yeah, all the time. He was Morgan. Morgan. Yeah, he okay. Gets, he's the one who gets killed on the okay. pool table. I did. Yeah. Oh, 
Poor guy. Yeah, he's the one who's like, about, you know, when you die, we see the light. He goes, no, I can't see nothing. And he dies. It's like, oh, it's terrible. I'm saying he did. I mean, he was in really some really good movies. He's like, but some of his earlier stuff to me is just like. You know that I've I've watched so many movies. I think he's good in this. And this is why I think he's good at this. Because, yes, he's over the top. But you got to come where he's coming from. He was two weeks and out. He had two weeks to go before his tour duty was over. And so he's like. I'm going to coast this, and suddenly, oh, no, I'm literally battling for my life. Yeah, he kind of flips on this. He, has, yeah. he freaks out. I understand, and, but he's also a Marine. You need to act like a Marine. He's a colonial Marine. I don't know if they're quite the same. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if they're – maybe they get they, this division comes is softer in space. I don't know, man. Did you see Vasquez? She didn't look soft at all. Oh, Vasquez is great. I don't think she has a soft part on her. I love her I so point that hard. Out. Anywhere. My, I love her getting out of the – um, her little cryo chamber or whatever, and, and starts doing pull-ups. Pull and I'm like, oh, that's my girl. Those pull-ups were real. Yep. All I thought about the whole time is I can hold myself if I'm already up there for like maybe five seconds. But I cannot she do a pull-up. She was cranking them out, man. She I cannot do a pull-up. Um, I thought that was awesome. I was like, look at that girl. I like, I'll show you bad. She, she, she's the one who gets everybody in trouble because she's the one who immediately starts reloading after they take all their guns, all the whammo. And she's like, all right, here's that. Here's this other one. Drake, here's some one for you, buddy. <laughs> you talking about when they're like, don't shoot? Yeah, don't yeah. shoot. It feels like that scene would have gone a little bit more drastically with the whole don't shoot. Like, so they weren't supposed to shoot for a specific reason because the ship was by the... I don't remember, oh, like cooling oh. or something or whatever. So it's basically a nuclear reactor, and if you sh- if you shoot holes to the cool- coolant, it will cause it to explode. It'll right. explode. So they had this very specific scene about that, and then shooting happens. Like, they take all the ammo, shooting happens, and then it felt like nothing exploded. No, the whole complex explodes at the end. But it feels like if you're going to freak out about it so much, like this, the exploding would happen sooner, not like when everybody leaves. Well, it takes time. But it's just one of those where I was like watching it, like the shooting camera, and they're like, stop shooting, stop shooting, stop shooting. Basically what it and I was is like, nothing is happening, meltdown. just keep shooting, just keep doing it, you're fine, it's fine. At this point, it's fine, everything's fine. Shoot, Vasquez, do what you need to do. You little badass I, I, rebel, I, you. I, I, was, I was curious why... <sighs> I was curious why... Um, that giant gun. The, the the smart rifle, yeah. The why the smart gun uh, or the pulse rifle could shoot, but you could still have the shotgun uh, and pistols and flamers. And I was just like, wouldn't those all just be bad in this situation? No, nah, it's mm-hmm. fine. <laughs> also, like their response to um, when they find the um, the survivor in the cocooned. Mm-hmm. And she's all like, kill me, kill me. And the thing comes out of her chest. And they just were like, hand me the flame. That's right. <laughs> they're, they're not going to come. They're not going to stop. They're just going to burn it up. Just burn it up. Which gets them all in trouble. What, what is this here? Uh, that is, I, so I have a. No, I'm so curious. It's a toy. It's a toy, but it's a it's a Ripley and Newt figure set. No, you can look at it. Open the front. Oh, look Open at the front. Oh, look at that. Yeah, so I got, I got that a couple of years back. Newt looks weird on here. I, I thought she looked pretty good. I think she I, looks good. My, I think she's too tall. I think she's I, a little, I, she looks too big. So. Yeah, that's from NECA. NECA made that. It's pretty hold cool. On, hold on, hold on. Let me, let me look this over. I mean, I guess it's okay. I like her pocket on the front of her pants for Ripley. That's, that's pretty cool. She's got a front pocket on her thigh. 
Get a girl with a zipper. I can <laughs> see it. Those shoes are pretty badass. So do you have a libation for us? I do. I have a couple. I wish I could have brought stuff today, but I... Um, We're recovering from I'm the recovering, hospital. So, so I, can't, I can't drink, and I also haven't been able to go to the liquor store. So. We'll, we'll forgive you this time. However, I mean, you could have gone to the liquor store. That's an excuse. <laughs> it's been like a theme this last week. It's, that's an excuse. I don't hear excuses. That's an excuse. Scotty was like, I haven't been able to do that. That's an excuse. So um, I, I have a couple, and I'm going um, to send you some pictures because sure, they sweet. need... Sweet. I'll yeah, put, put them on the website. They're kind of cool looking. But the first one is called an alien egg shot. Oh. It looks disgusting. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. yeah. I figure it looks like snot. It does. I love it. Oh. So it's, um, <laughs> it's a half ounce of Midori. A half ounce of peach schnapps in a shot glass. What and is Midori? Midori is like a melon liqueur. Okay, gotcha. So we got melon and peach so far. Right. And then okay. you, you take and you you top it with Bailey's, but slowly pour like Bailey's Irish cream uh, so it curdles. Uh, I'm going to pass around the pitcher. Okay, hold on. So it curdles. Do you see the curdling? It's, it's like trying to hang on. Okay. Oh, right. Would you shoot it? <laughs> yeah, and you just shoot it really quick because it looks like what it looks like when you make poached eggs in the water. Like it looks like the water Kinda and then like, a poached egg in oh, the middle with oh, like yeah, all the stringy that's stuff gross. around it. That's gross. <laughs> so th- I want to try that because I like all those ingredients. Um, that sounds really interesting. And another one that I w- I'm definitely going to make us when I am better. <laughs> It's called the Android Blood Cocktail. And I love this because it looks like, you know, when he was cut in half and all the white uh, and okay. everything, you know. <laughs> to the, and it's like, this is awesome. I love uh, this. Wh- so. What is this one? Uh, well, it's, a, it's something I have to make in, in mass because it's you make it like a, a like a big picture like a party? of it. Like yeah. a punch. Let's do it. Well, yeah. So it's um, eight cups of coconut milk, two cups of coconut rum. Okay, I'm so far, so far you got me. Oh yeah, it's one third cup of um, coconut or cane syrup, a tablespoon of vanilla ac- extract, and then you garnish with whipped cream and the white chocolate lint balls. You know those little. I'm about it. I'm about it right now. Yeah. So this is, and it's a little complicated. Well, not really complicated, but it takes a, a minute. And got to prep it. Right. So, so in a saucepan, you take the coconut milk, the vanilla, and sugar. And um, you're going to cook it kind of on medium-low. Uh, you're going to stir it until all the sugar is dissolved. And it's simmering. And it takes about five minutes to do this. And then you're going to um, put it in the fridge once it cools and just let it completely chill. And then you're going to take it out of the fridge, add in the rum, and then mix it, pour it into your glasses. You can top with the whipped cream if you want to. Um, and then you add the kind of lint balls kind of floating around no, there no. if you want to. So nice. So it's supposed to be, oh, it sounds so good. And I'm, that sounds nice. Yeah, but it's so neat. I love the I'm the sorry, Bishop, but we would like to drink you. It's so great because the, the picture that came with it. <laughs> oh, look, it's Ash. It's Ash yeah. from the first one. Oh, is that, is that the is first Ash. one? This is Ash. from the first, you know, from, from the first one. He deserves to die. But no. the second is, it's the, it's the whole that white blood stuff yeah. or the white android blood. Oh, it's so awesome. So I can't wait. Those are the two cocktails, and um, we will post these. Yeah, we'll post them on the, web- on the website. 
Um, before I go now, apocrypha, because we haven't done apocrypha in a while because we didn't had any. I've got some apocrypha for this one because of the way the script was 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 worked out. Um, because you remind me of the, the bishop scene. So so we had both seen, but since you hadn't seen it, so they get they get back to the ship. Everyone's it's all safe and they're all thanking each other and all is good. And then all hell breaks loose. That's the the that surprise you. Okay, which part? Cause the, it feels like it was constantly like we're safe and then we're not safe the, again. The end of the movie after they've rescued Newt, they're on the they're on the ship and they get off and she's like, "You did a good job, Bishop. You did well." Like I'm surprised. And, they and then like, like he gets. Oh him. no, I knew that was coming. Oh, did you? Yeah, because when they took off, like he first of all he like wasn't there. I was like, I bet he's gonna come up over the edge. Just wait. It's I a bet she, he is. mind you. This is the queen. Oh, so sorry. She. <laughs> no, I'm saying he by Bishop. Oh, oh yeah. Okay, so it. But Bishop is not there. And then when Bishop comes up and they get on and like she climbs them up and they go to shut it. And then like the turbulence happens and he goes to this side. I was like, the aliens on there. <laughs> you scooped it up because he like moves to the side and it, like you watch and the ship's like starting to go up. And then it stops like right here. And I was like, well, there's the alien right there. <laughs> so they got out. She's like, you didn't go. And I was like, where is it at? <laughs> like, so I knew it was coming, but I, I had seen it take the elevator <laughs> I, like it saw the thing ding and was like that seems smart. I'm just gonna climb in there. It's fine. There you go. I I I love the scene um, after that after um, she goes and gets the power loader and fights it in the power oh, loader. Yeah, well she well she shuts herself up and then like shuts the door and the alien sits there for a second and like well I'm gonna go for the little kid. And I was like why would you shut yourself away from the alien because now the kid's exposed and then she comes out and that little ching 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 ching. I was like all right cool. <laughs> Now we're I like its new name. Ching, 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 ching. She did that when she like tried it out like a badass in front of all the dudes, which I really love too. Where she's like, I could do that, and it's like, oh, sure you can. And then she comes out. She's like, Where would you like it? I do like this. I feel like a, a where fifth, would you like it? Fifth wheel right here. Uh, is there anything I can do? Well, I don't know. Is there anything you can do? There was a couple of times where I was like. Get it, girl. I, I like this movie because it's quotable. I like. There's so much in it. There I, were so many like, ah, like rhyming things that came up, and I can't remember any of them. The the crew kept saying them. The crew had so many things that they kept saying. Uh, like, Hudson's one of his when he finds the colonists drop uh, stop uh, drop your linen and start your grinning. Yes, so many things like that came up that I was like, this is so quotable, and I can't remember any of the things that have my favorite have been Hudson said line. So far. Everyone's favorite Hudson line I think is game over, man. Now, you game over, man. Game over, man. <laughs> Mine is what? Did you just put her in charge when he's talking about Newt? Yeah. <laughs> and so. Yes. <laughs> what? You just put her in charge? Yes. Uh, you ready for some apocrypha? Yes. So, um, what I read for the sermon was the sermon for aliens, not the special edition. Oh, I watched the special edition. Right. So we need to talk about the difference too. That's what the apocrypha is for. Oh, fun. Look at you. Oh, so I'm gonna ask. I don't know. If, do you know? Here's the question. No, say, I don't know. <laughs> What's the question? I, I, our psychic link's a little damaged because yeah, you're on medication, right? I'm on medication. Right. So, um, give me two scenes in what you watch that you don't think made the original cut. Did you ask? A, did, okay. Did you also watch the special edition? I did watch the special edition, okay. and it's been a long time since I watched the original. So interesting. This will be a fun game. I know. So there are two scenes. No, there's more than two, but I'll give you all you pick two. Okay. Oh my gosh, that didn't make the original cut. You go first. Oh no, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> I have to think. Um, I'm thinking. Hmm. 
Okay, so starting from the beginning, I feel like the scene with the family scavenging is important because they find the ship. That's important. That has to stay. The scene with Bishop doing his knife thing is important because you discover that he's an android that has to stay. The scene where she first wakes up is important. Hold on. I'm going to go through them all. I'm going to go through them all. This is going to be really impressive. Just I'm know how well I know the these. The scene where the kids are riding the big wheel through the... Okay. That's one. Okay. I agree. I don't think that's necessary. It could have been cut. Yeah. To take that out because I didn't even remember it. So there you go. That's one. That it it is one of those that came up where it's like, oh, there's just kids everywhere. It it reminded me of um, Wally. Like they're just floating in mm-hmm. the spacecraft right. and the kids are just riding. You're like, you can't be up here. Big wheels away. Um, honestly, the first thing I thought of in that moment is how do they get coffee? Do they take enough coffee? Do you have to buy special coffee or do you guys all have to drink the same coffee? Like, is it all just generic coffee while you're up there or like can you buy the special <laughs> you just, coffee you, just you want get, you just get like, all you get this one coffee this. like that happened i was like so how does this work like do you guys get paid do you pay for like do you buy the things that you want or do you guys all get community coffee because not like community coffee but like generic cheap coffee right i imagine they i'm get a little bit of a coffee whatever snob. kind of rations that are available <laughs> i would quit you're like, like as soon as they like i got the coffee i was like mm, send me back i'm done um <laughs> That's a good one, though, so I appreciate that because I, I forgot about that one. Oh, hang on, let me go through the movie. She wakes up. They have the meeting. <laughs> Stop it. They have the, well, do you think, okay, possibly they cut out the thing about her daughter, her daughter, but I don't feel like they would have because that makes that connection with Newt really important, so I feel like that would have stayed. So here's the answers. Okay, give us some uh, answers. But I was going to go through the whole movie. I just got to the daughter. <laughs> we don't have time for that. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Don't we, though? So no. the special edition includes 17 minutes of extra scenes. I know. I was okay. trying to find them all for you. Ripley discussing her daughter with Burke. Oh, <gasps> that was one. Fun. But it was essential to the movie. Ripley being demoted by the board. There's that wasn't a, in there? There's a portion of it in there, but not the whole scene. <gasps> Oh. Newt's parents discovering the abandoned alien ship. I specifically brought up how important that was. Well, oh my gosh. It was cut God. as well as the, the the front tag of that award them with the kids yeah. and stuff. So, but that whole scene's cut. I guess it would be connected because it's like, would they get credit? The, no, right. no, no. The reason why that scene's important is because it's it's informing the audience that someone sent that family from the company out to find the ship, which later you find out it was Burke. Who sends the message to Newt's parents right. to go find the ship. ship? Ship. So. So Burke hears that news from Ripley. Ripley and was like, hey, "Oh, go we can find make some it. money. We can make some money." And so he and sends they it. find it, and then they get hurt. Why was that cut though? To uh, save 17 minutes. Um. It's fine. It's fine. Hollywood's stupid sometimes. Uh, the, the a tour through the Savacos uh, prior to the Marines waking up, so the, the right before the, that scene is much shorter. Hudson bragging about weaponry as they're on the drop ship. So he's like, we got sharp knives and sticks ripping. Oh, yeah. He's like, we got my, you. We're going to take care right, of you. Yeah. Oh, Me my and my God. ultimate uh, friend, uh, squad of badasses are here to protect you, Ripley. Whole scene's cut. I would have cut that. It's, it's fine. still one of my favorite scenes, though. I, no, I, it annoyed me. The yeah. whole time I was like, you're such an idiot. Shut, um, shut up. Sit down. I bet you're going to cry first. Uh, Ripley hesitates you before she enters the first. colony complex on the planet. Um, the the robot sentry gun scenes are gone. Are uh, added for this they they weren't in the original so like the sentries they set up that shoot and then they watch it count down mm-hmm. interesting 
the Marines theorizing about an alien leader as source of the egg. So like, you know, when Hudson's like, uh, you know, like ants, you know, like the big one, the mama. <laughs> that one's not in there. Right. And then um, uh, yeah. Hicks and Ripley exchanging first names um, are not. Ellen. Dwayne. We'll just go by Ripley. It's so fine. when Sigourney Weaver saw the cut, she was pissed. Because she thought, as I do, that taking those scenes out diminishes the relationship with Ripley and Newt. Why does this woman connect? Because if you don't know about her daughter or anything, she just picks up this girl and is like, all right. That's right. exactly what like, I said, too. Like, you need those scenes to establish a connection no. with her and Newt and her, the fact that she had to go back for her. And what's crazy is 17 minutes is not a lot. Why it's would not. you cut? I mean, um, but back in the, I yeah, feel like well, back TV, in the 80s. Well, TV, I guess, to make it fit. For TV right, time. so we're also thinking of 1986 too, and so the, you know they were. While this movie's still long, it's there's a point where that like, could be too long for audiences to watch through this, and now we've got to like. Now we've gotten like now three, we hour three hour movies, and we're like, like, what is two hours and thirty minutes? It's fine. Um, so yeah, guys. Yeah, so there's that. I first knew about a special edition um, when I saw it on uh, the first time it aired on national television, like in 1987, and um, it was. Um, the sentry gun scenes. They, so they'd cut a bunch out because they had to make it three hours long for commercial commercials. Most commercials, Plus yeah. they had to take out the gratuitous violence and all that stuff. So, and what they replaced it with was some scenes that they, they cut. And one of those scenes they cut was the, they put back in was the, the gun, sentry guns. So I was like, oh, there's more stuff to this. I bought a bootleg copy of it at Dragon Con like in 96. That's the first time I saw the whole thing. Oh, that's cool. And then uh, it finally came out on DVD. And so now when you watch it, until recently... The version that you get, you can get in on home video is um, the special edition. They just started putting out the regular edition as a side thing, but so or you get them as a dual pack. But so. I would agree with her. I would have been really upset too really because upset. all of the things you took out, like the family, like going out and scavenging, that's Newt, and that establishes like her family dying in front of her, and honestly, it establishes her scream, which kind of becomes iconic throughout it. Like it was annoying at first. And then the next, it, it kind of became her, like, staple. And it's the thing that helped Ripley find her at the end. She couldn't find her by the tracker, and then she screamed, and she could find her by that. So as much as it was annoying, it was one of those plant and payoff things right. where it was established from the beginning. There was so much of that that was essential to their relationship. Right. And this character specifically, that cutting all that out d- diminished Newt right. in and of herself. And that that's upsetting. Yeah. I didn't really find her scream annoying, though, because she screamed at appropriate times. Right. I felt she it's did. Like she, was, she did. She was, she was not... It uh, wasn't Hudson. A, yeah, she wasn't a Hudson. Or, or, or Dakota Fanning in War of the Worlds, who basically screams through the entire film. Right. Wasn't I've seen that, she, and yes, she does. When... It's like when Newt screamed, it, it, there was something going on. Yes, you needed you needed to pay attention. So it was just more of a like it was loud and you recognized it. So like her scream at the beginning, like you recognized it, and then every time she screamed, it was like you connected it. So even if you had a question about whether or not it was the same kid, when she screamed the first time, you're like, oh, that's the kid from the beginning that lost her whole family, and so like you connect with it more. So I would have been upset too if I was that character and I was sitting down with that cut and been like, why does it look like I'd go after some random kid? It doesn't like you have no idea of my connection with kids or little girls in general is the scene between her and Newt where she's talking about how she had a daughter still in there. The, the, with the doll. Yes. The doll. Yeah. That's and she's like, it's plastic. Right. <laughs> yeah. And she was like, Oh, I had a daughter. Yeah. They talk about that. Yeah. But, um, is that in the, like yeah, the actual yeah, cut? Yes. Yeah, so that's in the theatrical cut. 
So at least there's that. Here's here's some other apocrypha for you. Um, according to the shooting script, Vasquez and Drake spent their t- their childhood together in a Hispanic slum and were drafted in the Colonial Marines from juvenile prison. Well, that's interesting. Well, this also makes sure that their connection, their their relationship, their relationship. Right. Like I think they're the closest two Marines out of everybody in the group. Yeah. And so they're, they're there's all their friends. Everybody else, I think, are you know they're, they're combat, but they they serve together. But these two are they're colleagues, yeah, but they're, they're friends. Yeah, these are friends. Yeah. So um, James Cramer turned in his first treatment for the film called Alien Two at uh, um, at the time on uh, September 21st, 1983. Some of the differences between the initial treatment and the final film include the following. The character Carter Burke is absent. Instead, the dialogue was given to someone named Dr. O'Neill, who did not join Ripley and the Marines on their voyage to the colony planet. Instead of being taken to Gateway Station, Ripley was taken to Earth Station Beta. The name of the colony planet was uh, uh, Akron, uh, taken from the alien script, instead of LV-426. Ripley's daughter was alive, and Ripley has a disheartening phone conversation with her, a video phone conversation with her, where she blames Ripley for abandoning her for going into space. I'm glad they didn't shoot that. I like it. While it's heartbreaking that she's dead, it would really upset me to have them like, you abandoned me. I don't love you anymore. Uh, She had a hard enough time with it, too. Right. There were multiple uh, atmospheric uh, processors on the planet. The initial discovery of the aliens on the colony planet is much longer, where it showed how Newt's father gets to the site on the egg and is jumped by a facehugger. In addition, scenes involve a rescue team going to the site of the aliens and being jumped by 10 facehuggers. Uh, the aliens sting people by paralyzing them before either killing them or cocooning them. At one pit point, Ripley, Newt, and Hicks are, co- are cocooned. Uh, the alien cocooning people are a different breed. The aliens cocooning people are a different breed. They look smaller and, and they're albino. Bishop refused to land uh, on the planet and pick up Ripley, Hick and, Hicks, and Newt. Indicate the risk of contaminating uh, other inhabiting worlds is too great, so can't get your sickness to. It's like COVID on other planets. Ripley ends uh, ends up using the colonist shuttle to get back to the Suvaco. Bishop tells her, "You're going to be right about me. Uh, going to be right about me all along." And then they cha- they they had to do a lot of work on this. So, so that's some apocrypha for you. Very interesting. Bar trivia. I agree. Sure, let's go. Let's do it. How many how many Oscars was this nominated for? Five. Ooh, look at you. Can you name any of them? Nope. Can you name any of them? Oh, it's got to be special effects, um, cinematography, uh, best actress, best supporting actress. I'm Take thinking. I'm thinking a lot of them are going to be tech stuff, like so, makeup, special effects, cinematography, that so kind of stuff. So it won. It won for uh, best special effects editing and best visual effects. Yeah. It's nominated for best actress for Sigourney Weaver. Um, what is uh, an important note about that? That's the first time in Oscar history that an action film had had a, a Best Actress nominee. Oh, that's cool. Oh, wow. Uh, she did not win. She still is Oscarless, which is a shame. Um, she's two, um, I think, two or three odd nominations now because she's got this and Gorillas in the Mist and a maybe working girl. Oh, it was, Gorillas in the Mist was really good. Um, mm-hmm. Best Art Direction, Best Sound, Best Film Editing, and Best Original Score. Uh, okay. James Hor- James Horner did the score of this and uh, capitalized some of the stuff he did on Star Trek Two. There you go. <laughs> what he didn't use, he used in this. Um, so, like most films, this movie wasn't shot in sequence, but for added realism, James Cameron filmed the scenes where we first meet the Colonial Marines, which is one of the earliest scenes in the movie. Right. Last. Uh, that's why he the reason why he wanted the co- camaraderie of the Marines to be realistic, so the actors had spent months together, so that they wanted them all to. 
to know each other. Right. Right. Lance Hankerson, who plays Bishop, the, the android, had privately pledged to quit acting if this part didn't work out for him uh, after just years of just terrible roles. Um, it proved to be one of his most successful films. It really gave him a boost to his career. What else did he do? Oh, he's in a ton of stuff. He's one of those you know guy. You know he because in fact every time we see him we did we don't I keep forgetting his name and I just call him Bishop. But um, he's like a character actor. Yeah, he's in, yeah, he's in a ton mm-hmm. of stuff. Um, let's see. Um, so here's something that I found interesting and I went back and verified. All right. So in movies when there's countdowns they're never right. Right. They're not because you know it's a movie and they got cuts and things. Right. So the, in both the standard, standard and special edition versions, the 15-minute countdown at the end of the movie is indeed 15 minutes. Oh, that's really, really cool. I, I read that and I was like, uh-uh, and watched it and timed it. It is 15 minutes. That's awesome. So, but do you think it actually took her 15 minutes to get where she was going? Yeah. <laughs> like, if it was in real life. Yeah, it took mm. 15 minutes in and out. Probably took, you know, mm. Five to get down there, five to do the alien, five to get back. Bill Paxton constantly apologized to Carrie Hinn, who played Newt, throughout the film every time Hudson had to swear in front of her. Oh. Carrie later admitted that she didn't mind, mainly because she didn't know what any of those words meant. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Aliens was never shown in front of test audiences, which is a big thing. They, all, you know, they always show the movie in front of test audiences because editing and scoring was not complete until uh, the week before the theatrical release. Oh, man. Yeah. Only a studio screening was screening was performed at 20th Century Fox, uh, which was ex- enthusiastically received. Marketing experts later said that Aliens probably helped save Fox, which was in desperate need of a hit. Do you know what the what makes the alien screams? No. Is it Newt? No. No. What makes the sound? What makes the sound? Baboon shrieks. Really? They alter them in post. Uh, Michael Bean got the call on Friday night before shooting for him to take over the role of Hicks. <laughs> oh, God, who, who was going to be Hicks? Uh, James Reimer. Okay. Uh, who was in London to start a film. Uh, film to start. So he got called on Friday to film the following Monday. Uh, uh, coincidentally, the same situation happened to John Hurt when he was cast as Kane as, as John Finch dropped out. So you know, those things happen again. Um, they the publicly said that James Reimer had uh, creative differences with James Cameron. It has since been uh, released that he had a drug and alcohol problem, and so they parted ways that way. All right. Mm-hmm. Ripley's miniature bathroom in her apartment is actually a British Airways toilet purchased from the airline. Nice. Okay. Uh, many business wanted to buy the power loaders as forklifts. Lifts. Uh, sadly, none were bought because none of them are real. They're a combination of stuntmen and uh, miniature work. But, oh, that's kind of sad. And I'm surprised to this day no one has invented it. <laughs> so, right, because those are cool. Those are cool. A lightweight dummy model of Newt was constructed for Scorny Weaver to carry around during scenes just before the Queen chase. So she had the gun in this. She, so she's carrying a doll. And I, I looked really hard and I couldn't tell. It's, it's really close. That's good. Here's some... Uh, Here's some fun things. How many times do you think the word fuck is used in this movie? 49. No, not that long ago. I would say seven. 25. Really? I'm so like... Out of those 25, how many of them belong to Hudson? Oh, the majority. 20. <laughs> Or 75%. I'd say 17. Close. 18 of them were spoken by Hudson. There you go. 
I, I'm many, so desensitized to that word <laughs> that I wouldn't even have noticed. How many times do you think Hudson says, man, in this movie? I'm going to go 49 for that one. Yeah, uh, I'm going to say 46. 35. Jeez Louise, man. Get it together. According to Al Matthews, who plays Apone, the sergeant, when James Remmer was still cast as Corporal Hicks, Remmer uh, was using an Ithaca Model 37 pump shotgun, action shotgun, the same one Hicks uses in the film, and actually blew a hole in the set of Frank Frank Oz's Little Shop of Horrors, which was filming next door. Oh my God! Which yeah, in uh, Aliens at uh, Pinewood Studios, Matthews then said to Remmer, "Where the fuck did you get live ammo?" <laughs> oh my God! Um. Four actors from this movie appeared in various Terminators movies. That's Michael Bean, Lance Hankerson, Bill Paxton in Terminator, and Jeanette Goldstein uh, in Terminator 2 for Judgment Day. So she, uh, yep. Michael Bean's also in deleted scenes in Terminator 2. Um, the colony is named Halle Hope with a population of 158. This is revealed on the special edition. If you look carefully, seeing, they say uh, they have a sign saying, Have a nice day painted on it. Mm-hmm. Um, in, hung- in Hungary, uh, the film is called... The uh, the name of the planet, Death. All right. Alien was called the eighth passenger, Death. All right. <laughs> Thought that was fun. <laughs> All right. Um, Hungry. They love their to rename things. I want to play another game with you. Okay. Okay. How many Marines can you name? Like real Marines. Space Marines, Colonial Marines. How many of the Colonial Marines can you name in this film? Hudson, Hicks. And Vasquez. <laughs> Vasquez. It. And then the other one that she's really close to. And then the guy that fell asleep with a cigar and then woke up and had the cigar and just bit it back in his mouth. Seriously, I can only name the three. They're the and only then, ones that stood out to me. Would technically Bishop be a Marine? No. He's not. Ah, balls. Okay, hold on. Because there were other ones in the beginning that died. Seven, eight, nine, ten. There are 12 Marines. Right. I just thought that they were kind of just cannon fodder. They're all named, though, and they all say their names. Yeah. I, I heard them. I'm terrible with names. This is a terrible game for me. <laughs> uh, I, sh- I should have did this like... What was the lady that drove it with the... Gl- oh, my gosh. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. First of all, the lady driving the ship with the sunglasses, all right, made a comment about not being able to see something. After like, she had her sunglasses, I was like... There's no, like, sunlight anywhere. Like, why is she wearing sunglasses? And then she did it, and then later was like, I can't see you. I was like, oh, my God, it's because you're wearing those sunglasses. And then she ended up dying. And the guy on her ship, too, they both died. I don't remember their names, but those two died. There you go. Ready? Yes. Yep. So the sergeant in charge is named Apone. He's the guy with the cigar. Okay, All right. cool. That so, one. That's Abra. So then you have Crow. He's the one that's talking about... Um, uh, when they're talking about Arcturian Poontang, yours, yours was female. There's Corporal Dietrich. She's the... Um, Sunglasses? No. Oh. She's the one who... There's another who, she? Yeah, she's the one who... who um, I only thought there were two females. N- nope. She's the one who who uh, checks out uh, Newt and says that she's malnourished, but she's okay. Okay. Oh, I do remember her. I do remember her, uh, yes. Okay, continue. So there's um, Drake, who's the other um, guy with this, the smart gun like Vasquez. That was her friend. Um, they did that cool little scene together where they moved at the same time. Right. Um, like, um, Corporal Farrow, um, he's the one who talks about Arcturian Poontang. 
Uh, he's the he's the one also puts well no Drake's the one who puts um um Bishop's hand uh, not Bishop's hand but um Hudson's hand so Bishop can do that. Uh, Private Frost, he's important because he's the guy who gets caught on fire. <laughs> well, all right. <laughs> and that's why they named him Frost. Frost. So they that's hilarious. Um, right, I see what you did there. Yeah, okay. No, nah, I didn't do that. James Cameron did that. Uh, Lieutenant Gorman is the guy in charge. Uh, Corporal Hicks is uh, awesome. You got Private Hudson. Um, mm-hmm. Private Spunkmeyer. Spunkmeyer. Oh, I remember that. There's a white mensel or something too. There's uh, a weird. Worspasky. Yes. There's a weird long one. Yeah. So um, Spunkmeyer is the one that's also on the the dropship. He's the one who puts his hand in the alien goo. Oh yeah. So he's Spunkmeyer. So he's the one that dies with the lady with the glasses. Right. Because he's like, it's fine. I'm I'm raising oh, it. Oh, sorry. It's okay. Pharaoh, Pharaoh. No, Pharaoh. I've got my guys mixed up. Pharaoh's the pilot. Okay. The the one with the glasses. Pharaoh, cool. Cap, Corporal Pharaoh's the pilot. Uh, and then um, of course you got Vasquez. Right. And then last is Worspaski, and what I know about Worspaski is he gets, he's the one who gets picked up when they're all being attacked, and he's getting spun around. You see his camera, and he just goes round, round, right. and then he dies. So, yay! So here's the thing about the name, okay, and why it was called um, Aliens. So uh, the original, do you know what the original name for Alien was? No, I don't. Here's something for you. I didn't know this either. Uh, it's called, it originally was called Star Beast. Star Beast. Yeah, and so... Um, I'm glad they changed the yeah, name. Yeah, uh, Dan Brandon changed the name for the screen uh, previous film, Star Beast to Alien, because he noted how often the word alien was used in it. James Cameron similarly changed the name, uh, his screenplay from Alien 2 to Aliens after realizing how often the word appeared in it. It's also rumored that he convinced the studio by changing the name to uh, the spelling to Aliens to Alien Dollar Sign, <laughs> highlighting its, uh, its uh, box office potential. There you go. That didn't go over well because um, that didn't happen. So I feel like that didn't go over well. That didn't go over well. When f- when filming the scene where nude is in the duct, and Carrie Hen kept deliberately blowing her scene so she could slide down the vent, which she later called a, a slide of three stories tall. James Cameron finally dis, uh, dissuaded her by saying, if she just completes the shot, she could play well in it as much as she wanted. <laughs> she nice. did, and he kept her promise. Uh, Kiri Han only did this film. She didn't do any other films. Uh, she got this film because um, uh, they had a limit of how many actors they could hire There's a, in Britain. Her, family's, her, fa- her father was in um, the Army. And he's stationed over there. And so they just kind of happened to find out I thought about thought it was Air Force. Maybe the Air Force. She's from Panama City, yeah, so I thought the they were at Maybe it was Air Force. And so um, so she was stationed there and with, with her family. And so they just her mom found out the audition and she got the part. And so she's never had an interest in acting. She's a teacher in California. Yep. And oh, my doing, gosh. She does conventions now, which is really cool. Uh, lastly, before we leave and going on to Scream, Mary, Kill, I just want to note because we, we talked about the... the do you know what the white stuff that Bishop was throwing up? Was some sort of I mean what like what was it? What did liquid? they use? Yeah, what did they use? What, yeah. They looked like they used milk. It's milk and yogurt. That's what I'm saying. It's got to be Ugh. milk and yogurt, which probably stinks. Also, but it also gave oh. Lance Hankerson a dose of uh, food poisoning. Oh, gee, yeah, because it spoiled. It spoiled under the hot studio lights, and so, uh, and so it basically became a, a, a bacterial breeding ground. Pretty much. But but who would go? Milk and yogurt. That's a good idea. Because visually, th- look oh, at yeah. the drink that I come up with. I mean, it's we, like <laughs> the visually, it's fantastic and actually cheap ingredients too. So still, 
Um, I couldn't decide on Screw, Mary Kill, so I decided we'd do um, uh, whatever you'd like to do. Well, we've got to have some sort of parameters. No, anybody in the movie? Anybody in the movie? Um, because, because you know, I typically, you know, like, there's 12 Marines, you got Ripley, you got Burke. Okay, I'm going to pick. And Bishop. And so it's like... And every, we all have to choose the right, people I pick. Right, no, because everyone, like, will, like, will kill Burke, right? No one's going to, like, stay with... Right? That's not the same. Like, Stephanie always ends up screwing or marrying the person we kill. First of all, I'll let you pick, but I was like, I was looking at, I just kept thinking we'd all kill Burke, and I didn't want to. I had already decided I mean, I'd pick Burke, and then I'd kill him. So, so you, let's, well, you go first. I have to think about that. Okay, well, there's Ripley. I'm going to include her. Ooh. I'm going to include Sunglass Girl. Pharaoh? Yes. Because she seems like a badass. She takes charge, and she can see with sunglasses in the nighttime, so... <laughs> I, really I like wear dark sunglasses <laughs> at night, so like, There's I no sun, oh, you're fine. Oh. Like, that's a dark, dusty planet you're going to. And she's like, I can't see. I'm like, well, no, dog. <laughs> <laughs> that really bothered you. It really did. Um, and then I'm going to go with... Mm. Can I pick the cat? Because I want to marry the cat. I, be, I, I don't think you can, can legally be bound. I don't think you can legally marry a cat. <laughs> Scotty, you gave me too many options. Like I need parameters. Okay, I've got mine. I'll do mine first. Do right. yours. All right, I'm going with the three Marines whose names I can actually remember. See, that's oh, right. the thing. So I'm going with Hicks, Hudson, and and Vasquez. So I'm going to screw Vasquez. Of course you are. I knew that. I knew that. I'm going to let her screw me because oh. I feel that that's the way it's going to go down, just like that. <laughs> And um, I'm definitely going to kill Hudson. Um, yep. And I'll marry Hicks because Michael Bean's pretty. <laughs> there you go. I mean, Hicks seems like he's in charge. Like, I would feel like if I married Hicks, he would take care of things. He, was, he would be good. He was also very pretty in Terminator. So. Mm-hmm. See, I don't have other things to compare them to. I don't want Vasquez. I feel like. That can get dangerous. <laughs> I'm hoping. I'm hoping it does get dangerous. I don't know if she's going to bring her to bed. Okay. Oh, my God. She looks like she's And I don't amazing. need to marry her because I don't need her going off and getting hurt all the time. Like, as a wife, that would stress me out. Like, calm down. Calm down. Derby wife, is that how you feel about me? Okay. Because that's too much. I, I think the pull-up is intimidating. I can't handle it. Um, <laughs> so she's out. I don't want her in at all. I... Uh, I need you to give me three people. Um, okay, let's do Ripley. Okay. Uh, Hicks. Okay. And Pharaoh, uh, mm, we'll go with you. Sunglasses girl. We'll okay. Put, I'll put Pharaoh for you. There you okay. Go. So go. Ripley and I are going to get married. Okay. Because she can take care of her own. She's going to take care of me and our babies. Because <laughs> she obviously takes care of her kids. Obviously. She's very good with kids. Um, Would you be nude stepmom? <laughs> Well, yeah, I'll do a great job. <laughs> it was Ripley, Pharaoh, and then Hicks. Hicks. Oh man. Oh man. Oh. Like I think I would screw Pharaoh because like she's very like in control and she could see at night. <laughs> she can see in the nighttime. Do you think <laughs> what are you gonna do? With she the darkness? is completely forgettable to me. I don't. I can't even picture her in my head. I, Which is weird. The moment I saw her sunglasses, I was like, we just saw the planet of darkness. 
it's dark and dusty and dark and dark. And she had these like aviators on and she was like the one flying everywhere. Yeah. And I was like, how can can you see? How can you see? And then she made the comment about not seeing later and it just stuck with me. So we're going to have sex. But Hicks is going to have to go. Okay. Thank you for taking control, Hicks. Okay. Someone's got to die. How about you? I will pick Ripley. I will pick Hudson. And I will pick um, Hicks. All right. All right. Um, I love Hudson. Oh, man. I h- love Hudson so much. However, <laughs> he is not the marrying type because I know he, he would get drunk with the boys at the bar and forget about me and our babies. It would just be screaming at other people about R- his feelings. Right, right. Don't you, can you imagine that? I mean, really, right? <laughs> this is a, No, you're right. I, he doesn't look like a good father material. And while they, that's not, you know, a hundred percent you have to do in marriage, it, but you know, you know, maybe that's what I want, Hudson. Maybe that's maybe what I want. I want Hudson. Um, I would screw Hudson, but again, I don't know where it's been. <laughs> he could be a wild child and have all kinds of Octorian STDs, <laughs> right? Okay. Yeah, right. So, he could. Yeah. So uh, while I love you, Hudson, Hudson, you have to die. You did not get go. a rose, Hudson. <laughs> you do not get a rose. You did not get a rose. Um, I, 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 I guess Michael Bean is pretty, so I will screw Michael Bean. <laughs> there you go. He's he's lovely. I've met him. He's a lovely gentleman. And I'm like, I can make that night magical for you. <laughs> and I would marry Ripley because she deserves some happiness, and I would make her happy. There you and go. I would be a good stepdad to Newt. I guess. Until I, she drowns, apparently. I have a hang-up with Sigourney Weaver. I think I think she's a lovely person. Everything I've read about her, I, she's well-educated. She's a great actress. She is not attractive to me well, I mean, at all. She's not, I mean... And it's in it. I don't know. It just bothers me. I, I think that I think that plays well for... Look... It plays she, well for the roles that she, no, but she does. Especially in this one. Look, I... I, don't get me wrong. I don't think she's unattractive. I, I mean, I think she's pretty. Let me see what this looks like real quick. But she's got, um, well, uh, that's a toy representation. But she's very. I mean, she's tall and lanky, which is but not a big, big deal. Can we talk about what those pants do to her butt? Because it's not good. <laughs> but her features are very. Um, I don't know. She said weird. She has weird facial features. She me. has a very strong, prominent jawline. That's okay. She I don't think that's why. Why like. I think that's why it works in an action film. It does. It's really no, weird. Great. It does work in an action film. You're right. Like, damn, that's sexy. Just you've got a gun but and a flamethrower, so baby. Her pants are so high, it makes her butt look weird. I don't yeah. care. Flamethrower. No, look, let's get you out of the '80s and let's put you into the now. Well, she's like over six feet tall yeah, in, a, in real life. She looks real tall. She a tall lady. Yeah, we're still on new pants. She a big girl. Uh, we're closing out the tab. Oh shit, we're closing it out. Um. This will be quick Close because it on down. it's 1986, and I'm pretty sure you won't know what the films are. Oh, I'm going to know all the films, Scotty. Okay, then I'm going to put you on the spot. All right, so uh, domestically, this movie did $85 million. I knew that. Um, what do you think its opening weekend was? $25 million. $25? I'm going to say 27 10 Really? We were both off. 1986. He said 1986. Look, that shouldn't matter. Uh, so like I think I think if you adjusted for inflation, it would be like twenty four to twenty seven. Okay. Like, so you're right, but it actually makes ten million dollars. Okay, cool. Open July eighteenth. Uh, the the uh, the weekend was the eighteenth through the twentieth. Where did it rank in the top five? 
1986. Mm-hmm. July. It's on opening weekend. 10. Opening weekend. I'm going to say number one. So July is the summertime. This is what you got me. So it's a summertime movie. So all summertime movies tend to be more kid-based because they're out for summer based off school. So I'm going to say second or third. Number one. Okay, I was wrong. I tried. Can you name any of the top five movies from it's that It's a weekend? Bug's Life. That's um, in the '90s, isn't it? Yeah, that's like '97. Okay, so it's '86. '86. I was a freshman in high school, so we're gonna. That's not fair. I don't even have that. It's minus three years old. I'm gonna be way off because I don't remember. Right, but this is Lion King. So um, I don't know. Back to the Future, um, Top Gun. Top Gun's one of them. It was number okay. five. I was say I'm trying to think of things that were kind of in that. So Top Gun. Interesting. Ooh. Um. There's got to be Nightmare on Elm Street. Uh, no, that was 84. Oh, see, Top Gun, um, Candyman, one of the James Bond films. No, okay, I'm trying to think. Um, Toy Story. Ninety-five. That's that's 90s. Shit, you're in the 90s, my friend. I'm trying so hard. I'm throwing down movies. You're in the 90s. You ready? Yeah. Number two was Karate Kid Part Two. Oh, I I like that one. That's my favorite. Uh, Number three is Ruthless People. I saw that. That's cute, too. It's a cute movie. Uh, number four is Back to School. That's cute. And uh, uh, number five is Top Gun. All right. So how did it... Uh, it made $85 million over the year. How did it finish in the, the, the year of 1986? Hmm. And that was the top five of the year? That was the top five of the weekend. The weekend. Of the weekend. Oh. I'm going to say it... I will, I, will, I will give you the hint from when I ask you what, what finished the top five of the year. I have uh, three of these movies on this list is in, are in the top five. Actually, four of the movies on the list are, are on top five. So, you... second, 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 fourth, fifth. Very close. Fifth. Okay. Oh, man. I you, had to say I knew Top what, Gun finished. What, would you like to take a shot at the 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 top five movies of Sister Act? Of, of, of they might not be in order, but it's definitely going to be Top Gun. Top number, Gun's going to be up there. Number one. Okay. Um, it's going to uh, definitely be... Um, shit, what was the other one you said? There. He said Back to School. That wasn't you one You said of that them. was a fun one. But that's not... He said um, Karate Kid. Yes, Karate Kid 2 is uh, going to be in the yeah. top five. Number three. He said... Um, aliens and... When we know well, Aliens is five. Aliens four. five. So, so we're missing number two, we're missing number two and number four. I would when you said four of those movies that you mentioned, so it'd have to be Ruthless People because I don't think Back to School did as well. I could be wrong. Number four, Back to School. There you go. And so you, number three would be number two. What, what do you think the second top movie? This movie was huge, and I, it's, it was stu- hard. stupid huge. Like it ran for like a couple of years. Jungle huge. to Jungle. No, God, I'm going to throw this water bottle at you in just a minute. <laughs> Can are we all be proud of the number of films I'm throwing down? Crocodile right? Dundee. That's an awful jungle movie. Jungle to Jungle was very comparable it's terrible. to that. It's a terrible but movie, but it did run forever. It ran forever. Golly, that's a Ever. stupid movie. So out of all the movies that we've done, um, we've done one movie in 1986 on the catacombs. Uh, we did not, we've not done one on um, cult movie Candino. So the... Uh, we did FX, and FX, FX came out at 45 on this list. I remember FX. Yep. Brian Dennehy. <laughs> cool. I'm really proud of the number of films I just listed. I'm kind of proud of that, too. They were all, all the, the 90s, mind you, but yeah. <laughs> but I still threw them down. 
So, at the end of the day, would you recommend this film? Absolutely. Yeah. I feel like I have a hard time recommending a film in the middle of, of, of a series. Let's put it this way. I have a face hugger that rides in my car with me. I, so, yes. So, do you feel like you've missed out on something? Anytime we watch a film that's in the middle, yeah, but I feel like it's hard to... So this is how I compare it. Is like if it's a, a film in the middle, like my brain automatically, because it's who I am, is Harry Potter. And it's like if we watched one in the middle, you'd miss his previous years. You wouldn't know his relationship with his uncle and his aunt or his cousins. But those films like, are set up differently. I know. But like every time I watch a film in the middle, I'm like, it also ties into the Star Trek film I watched. Where right. it's like if I had watched the ones leading to this one, I might know these characters. Right. I know that I had to have seen Alien at some point because I recognized the people and I recognized the situation, but I didn't know it enough to connect with it beforehand. However, having watched it by itself, I still followed along. I still felt intrigued by it. It Nothing threw me off the whole time. So it was still a good film. I think what makes this work is that it you can watch it by itself. You can. You can because right. you've got to, you know... That cliffhanger at the end is stupid. The well, it's not a cliffhanger. Oh, it's a cliffhanger. No, it's not a cliff. They they're going home. What they're more going do you? Home. You're like, but who opens them up? Who wakes them up? Do they survive? Does a girl make it? Spoilers, no. <laughs> what it does is it's 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 an obvious opening for another sequel. Yeah. Or it can just end there, like oh, right. they make it. Okay. They're happy ever after. But it does. He leaves himself an opening for a good reason. I mean, he he's made a lot of money on the Aliens franchise. Uh, on the cult and on the cult meeting, I will talk about some some more things about that there's some other avenues that this film led to and so we'll talk about that then so awesome so newt may not be dead say what just say it we'll leave on that this is scotty saying this is our contribution to the multiverse go out and make yours bye bye goodbye